Over the years, I've observed how business advisors have both enhanced and destroyed several business models, especially during the scale-up phase. So if you're an entrepreneur or a small business CEO, take heed. There is lessons learned on building a solid business advisory network to help grow your business. Hello, my name's Dina Goebel and welcome to Diary of a Business Designer. It's a show about business design and experience. It's not theory. It's 40 years of lessons learned in creating successful business models. Now you can go to my website and register on diaryofabusinessdesigner.com for email notification of new episodes and other resources you can download. So why have a business advisor? A business advisor is anyone who can help you solve business problems, lend an ear or shoulder, or bridge a gap in your knowledge and skills. There are many different types of advisors in all areas of business. Some are generalists with a wide range of knowledge and expertise. Others are specialists in specific areas such as marketing gurus, strategy or leadership coaches. You can have informal arrangements with your entrepreneurial neighbour or tech-savvy best friend or formal ones like hiring an accountant or an IT consultant. When challenges seem insurmountable in your business or you're stuck for growth or ideas or specific skills, then see an advisor to help you achieve specific goals you can't meet or are dealing with an issue you don't know how to solve or you need specialist support. Quite often entrepreneurs are very visionary with passion and visionary entrepreneurs have a constant desire to change things for the better. Those that are real visionary with big thinking and big change as their passion are usually more idealistic than realistic, meaning they may not be the best person to run a business, grow a business or develop commercially savvy business models. Other owners are very good at managing the day-to-day and as a business evolves, the range of challenges they're likely to face expands exponentially. Legal, financial, growth, supply, logistics, technology, marketing, sustainability. Managing a business can be really complex. Beyond problem solving alone, many businesses are looking for ways to ensure their practices are up to scratch or to challenge their way of thinking. And so advisors can help grow, expand into new markets, work with organizational change and transformation or handle crises or big business sales and acquisitions. The Advisory Board Centre here in Australia notes that businesses, once they're generating about $4 million in revenue per annum, they're probably not likely to use an advisory board. They may have some occasional project-related advisors to help stimulate business along the way. Generally, those smaller businesses seek advice from friends and family, peers in business, business network groups, their accountant, maybe a mentor. It's a more informal way of getting business advice. And unlike a board of directors, business advisors don't have any fiduciary responsibilities. They're problem solvers, not decision makers, and their role is to help you succeed in bringing benefits to your business and your expertise. Emerging businesses traditionally engage advisors and mentors in this informal structure, but there's now a shift to some more formal programs, particularly through incubators and accelerators that advocate for really high quality engagement of advisors. 
and established businesses, they're more likely to create an advisory board during periods of change or growth. And the main driver is for growth and then succession planning. Now, before I go into examples of how business advisory can go terribly wrong, if you are listening on your favorite podcast app, please subscribe, like, review or share. My goal is to get to a thousand followers. Plus, you can follow me on LinkedIn. I have also uploaded to my website a business model me example of how I've created a business design for myself. Advisory can go terribly wrong. And the problem is not having the right expertise or the diversity. Quite often, friends and family are all very willing to provide advice, but maybe they've never run a business before or worked in your domain, or they're trying to be helpful but are being too agreeable and too supportive. That's not advisory or business advice. Another issue is if everyone that you turn to are in your same industry or with similar skills or mindset as you, again, everyone's very agreeable on the current journey and you will all have common blind spots that you may not be spotting if you don't have that diversity. An example is my own business. And I had a company called The Art Table for five years, which had fantastic traction. And I ended up closing it because it didn't have profitability. And my business advisors came from three areas. First was the industry, uh, Direct Selling Association, who were really supportive of my model and very supportive in providing advice and, and information. And then I have uh, had the artist community who also loved the model and were very involved. And I had investors as well who really did enjoy the model too. The problem was, is everyone was very agreeable and they all loved the model. And it was me that was not making any money because they all loved the model. And I didn't have anyone go, Dina, you're going in the wrong direction. Your business model is not sustainable. The commercials are fantastic for everyone except for you and didn't stop me in my tracks. And I actually had an opportunity, which I did not see because everyone was agreeing on the model at hand. Another business that I did work in had a board that was all of the same industry type and they all had similar jobs and they all were very agreeable on a business that they actually didn't understand a lot about. And so what happened was the business actually went unmonitored for quite a period of time because this particular board didn't understand and know the challenges that were simmering inside and underneath. They just didn't have those experiences. And so perhaps the, that particular board wasn't the right mix of diversity in managing this business. I've also worked in healthcare for, what, 15 years? And very important part is medical advisory boards or your clinical advisory groups. Their skill is clinical medical, not commercial. And often I've seen the medical advisory groups get involved in designing the business model and designing the go-to-market strategy or designing the consumer experience. And they're well-intentioned, but that's not their backgrounds. It's not their experience. And it has led a couple of health businesses that I've worked in quite astray in doing activities that really yielded no business benefit whatsoever. 
you know, that diversity is absolutely critical. And I've seen it go very, very well in other businesses I've worked in. Uh, One organization had immense diversity in their, what they called a reference group or advisory group. They come from all sorts of domains, all sorts of backgrounds, and it was able to stretch the thinking of the business. And it stretched from NFP to uh, commercial enterprise and then back to NFP and, you know, built up a means to have traction because they just had so much, I guess, differentiated experiences. And quite often I've noticed most boards or groups, they actually don't hire for differentiation. They, uh, you know, birds of a feather, who are you most comfortable with? Not many actually go out of their way to find someone who's very different to themselves and challenging their mindset or coming with an experience that's quite diverse. And I think it really will have quite a lot of danger if you're not willing to be uncomfortable with your business advisor, one that challenges you and makes you actually think differently than what you and everyone that's agreeable is actually thinking. Anyway, I hope that helps. If you can, please come to my website, ask me questions. I'd love to get some feedback as well. Look forward to seeing you at my next episode. Bye.